Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, if anyone is born again, if anyone has confessed Christ, if anyone believes in his heart that Christ died for him, he is a new creation. For we know that the Bible says flesh gives back to flesh and spirit what gives back to spirit. We know that God himself, the Bible says our God is a spirit. All right? So every of his sons, that's who you are. As long as you have confessed Christ, you are spirit being. Because God himself is what? A spirit. So he says, we are a new creation. All things have passed away. Can we put that back on the board? I just want to uh, look at one section of that word. And that's where my message will be today. He's a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold. All things have become new. How many things? How many things? How many things? All things have become new. May that be your story. This year in the name of Jesus. Now I want to start this. I rather, I'm rather trying to wrap up because this is the last Sunday where we'll be talking about mainly the manifestation of the children of God. But indeed, it's the theme for the whole year. But I just want to wrap up today, and I want you to pay a little bit of attention. And I know that God will help us in the name of Jesus. He says, all things have become new. Now, when you go back to the Bible, Genesis chapter 2 and chapter 3, I want you to take time to read it when you get, at, when you get home. Now, in chapter 2, or rather, before chapter 2, just at the last verse in chapter 1, the Bible says, and God formed man from the dust. And then he breathed into him the breath of God, which is the spirit of God, and he became a living being. Now, what is the experience of the living being is in Genesis chapter 2. Bible says, and God formed a garden in the east of Eden. And he put the man in there to walk it. And in that garden, the Bible tells us, he said there, were, in, there was a river that split into three, four, four, four seas. And one of them was with gold and with ox, oxen, whatever the name is. And then he went further that after he has created that garden, there was a fruit, or rather the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And there was also the tree of what? Life in the midst of the garden. It means one thing for sure. That when God created man, he created us perfect. It is a full package. He not only gave him a garden, a job. Mm -hmm. 
He gave him all that he needed for life and godliness. He gave him gold. Can you imagine? The Bible says the gold in that land, or rather on that sea, on the, it was a good gold. It means there are golds that are not so good. I know that some of you who have understanding of, uh, you know, uh, gold, you know that there are different carats. Hallelujah. It says that gold was of good quality. It means when God created man, he gave him everything he needed for life and for godliness. He did not only give him gold. Bible says the trees of the field, they brought forth fruit. Hallelujah. Good for food. God didn't stop there. He, he thought about him. He said, this guy is lonely. Let me bring all the animals around him. He made him to have dominion over everything that he has created. Whether it is physical, whether it's spiritual. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible says, and he blessed them. He said, be fruitful. Increase in number. Fill the earth. Subdue and dominate. It's a full package. Hallelujah. All things have become new. I am going somewhere. Hallelujah. And then when God brought all the animals and yet he, the man was not at peace. The man was not. He decided to form a woman. Hallelujah. Those of you who are looking for a partner, may you receive your best, the one that he has molded specifically for you in the mighty name of Jesus. You will find the bones of your bones and the flesh of your flesh. It's a full package. And when the man saw he had, mm -hmm, when the man saw the lady, there was some, you know, kind of joy. I know some of you are in a relationship. Where <laughs> I know that kind of joy. I've been there before. Hallelujah. It is well in the name of Jesus. So he gave, it was a full package. Hallelujah. God loves man so much. I mean, he didn't stop at us, you know. He didn't stop at us looking like an animal. Can you imagine? Animals, they don't have... You know, the, those, those, uh, those emotions are not there. No, no. We, they can't even talk clearly, you know. We can talk clearly. We can communicate. We can relate. We can be joyful. We can be sad. Everything. Uh, we are even able to operate in the physical, even in the, sp in the spiritual. We are even made of his DNA. His image. His, his spirit. We are able to walk in the physical and the spirit realm. He loves you so much. He has given you the full package. All things have become new until the devil came. Hallelujah. And he gave him the fruit and he ate. There's one thing that happened. How many of you know what happened? There was a disconnection between him and the heavenlies. He lost the God-given kind of life. He lost the spirit being. I mean, the spirit that gives life. He lost that. He lost that spirit of dominion. Hallelujah. He was still living, right? Living, they, say, they call it living dead, just like an animal. Hallelujah. No direction. He's not knowing where he's going. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's just going anywhere and everywhere. But we thank God because when Christ came to die, the second, I mean, the, the death on the cross, what he did for us was he brought us back into Genesis chapter 2. That's why I said all things have become, it's not only the spiritual aspect that has become new. No, don't get me wrong. 
Hallelujah. I know we always talk about, no, it's only the spiritual aspect that is new. Yeah, yeah, I know it's new. Hallelujah. But do you not know that the Bible tells us that we do not war against flesh and blood, but we war against principality and, 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 and spirit. And he went further, he told us that the weapons of our warfare, they are not what? Kana. It means uh, the weapons that we fight with, they are what? Spiritual. And means what, what it means is that the spiritual weapons are stronger than what? The carnal weapons. Hallelujah. What it therefore means, listen carefully, is that when you are born of the spirit, you are born of equality that is stronger than the physical. So even though you are not yet perfect in the physical, because you are born of a spirit, of a quality material, the physical is bound to bow. So the Bible cannot be lying. If he says all things are what? New. He meant all things are new. Hallelujah. No wonder he told us that we should be perfect. As our heavenly father is what? Perfect. It means it is very, very possible. Because that's what he did in the beginning. He wanted, you know, he wanted a species. He wanted a creature that is like him. Hallelujah. Someone like him. Who is full of power, authority. Who will dominate. Who will conquer. Who can say... From heaven, I want this. And here on earth, it's happening. That's what you are. That's what you are. That's what you are. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah, somebody. Are you still here with me? I want you to know clearly that God loves us. God loves us so much so that he went further. That when, you know, because man, man fell. Ah, it was so sad. He quickly, you know, tried to do some repair, remedy. He corrected their mistakes. Hallelujah. And he left them in the garden. But the Bible says something. That the iniquity in the, in the heart of man began to increase so much so. That God cannot bear it. His intention will have been frustrated if he had left them in the garden. That's why the Noah's flood came. Because he's looking for a generation of people who are perfect. He's looking for a generation of people who will dominate this earth without any iota of weakness. Without tears, without weeping, without sorrow, without Dryness without death. Hallelujah. That's why in Revelation, the Bible says, And I see a new heart and a new heaven coming down from heaven. In there, the Lord himself will be our God. We will not need light because it will be the light there. He says there will be no weeping. There will be no pain. That's the kingdom that he's preparing. Hallelujah. What does it mean? It means with you, all things are possible. 
It means you can live a life without pain. You may not be there yet, but the Bible cannot lie. Hallelujah. The Bible cannot be lying when it says all things have become what? New. Because the salvation, the death on the cross will not be complete if all things were not new. If only we were, I mean, we are, the only thing that is new is our spiritual life. Then his death on the cross is not complete. But he came. He took that sin away. So the, the, the punishment of sin has been paid for. It means that we can now arrive, or rather we can fulfill the potential that we were supposed to fulfill in Genesis chapter 2. Where there was abundance, where everything was new, where everything was there, where everything was available, where there was life, where there was immortality. That shall be your story in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So when you became born again, I know you are born of the spirit of God. But we know that the spirit is so powerful. It's so forceful that he has control. It's like a laptop. I know that some of us who went to school, we, we, during that time when we went to school, there was nothing like a laptop. It's only when we, uh, 20 years ago, right? That's when laptop came. See, when you, bought, when you buy a new laptop, a brand new laptop, that laptop is not going to work for you if you take it home without a software. How many of you agree with me? Without the operating system. It's still a dead one. Hallelujah. It needs the operating system. The operating system in your life is the spirit of God. That's what makes you new. That, what, that is what makes you capable to achieve. Hallelujah. Even when your brother or your friend gives you an, an old laptop and it has no operating system, it's still not going to work. But the day you decide to buy a new operating system or you download a software to operate the machine, it begins to work. Hallelujah. That's the same with you, with I. It is the image of God. It is the DNA of God. That's why he made all. He said, ye are gods. Because you have the spirit of God. Because you have the software of God inside of you. You see, this God is so merciful. He has not made us like a robot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because with robot, you know, it go left. It will never go right. It will always be going left. Don't do this. It will never do it. But he has given you an opportunity. Even though you have the software inside of you, he has given you a choice. Choose between life and death. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you following with me? If you are going to manifest... If you are going to be great in life, you must know who you are. You must know what he had done, he did for you. 
he made everything new. Listen to me. I've not seen it written in the Bible where it says, he only made only, only the spiritual new. I have not read it before. If you have read it, can you show me later? One thing I do know is this though. That there is a process. Because you have the spirit of God. If you do not engage the spirit of God in your life, you will struggle with the flesh. Because the flesh and the spirit are trying to contend with your attention. The more of one, the more of who you become. If you have more of God, you will become God-like. If you have more of the flesh, you will be carnal-like. To be carnal-minded is death. To be spiritually minded is life. Hallelujah. So it's important that you understand clearly that you can be what you want because you have God inside of you. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah, somebody. We are not weaklings. We are not failures. We are a being that even the angels are envious of us. We are the only being who can, yes, we can mess up and still accept us. Angels can't mess up. You mess up and that's the end. We are the only being that can operate here on the earth. Angels will have to come and take permission from you before they operate here. And yet you can go to heaven and operate. You are special. You are godlike. You have the software of God resident inside of you. You can be whatever you want. You can achieve whatever you want. Let me tell you one thing. It's so easy to get confused. It's true that we have confessed Christ. But it is also true that we can either walk with the flesh or walk with the spirit man. No wonder the Bible was speaking in Romans chapter 8. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ who walk not according to the flesh. To this. So, as a born-again Christian, mm -hmm, you can walk according to the flesh or walk according to what? The spirit. It's a choice. God has not made us a robot. He has given us the opportunity to decide whether you want him or you don't want him. But he has asked that choose life that may be well with us. Because his intention is to create a generation that will dominate this earth. A generation that is perfect before him. Where there is no iota of sin. And sin is not a difficult thing to, you know, to overcome. He says somewhere, he said, I will make a new covenant with them. 
I will put my laws in their heart. I will write them on their minds. So you don't need laws to live. Hallelujah. If you have the spirit of God, the spirit of God tells you exactly what you should do. What you, I mean, there's no two way about it. He's communicating with you. So if you choose the spirit, if you choose to, I mean, to, to, to engage the spirit, if you choose to feed the spirit, your life will be different. There will be no pain. There will be no sorrow. There will be no weeping. That's the kingdom he wants for us. It was the devil that came. The Bible says the devil, he has come to kill, to steal, and to destroy. That's what he has done. But God has come to give us life and life abundantly. And God cannot fail. His word cannot fail. When he says something, he meant it. So all things have become new for you and for myself. Hallelujah, somebody. May the eyes of your understanding be so open. That when the devil comes and say you are sick, you tell that for where? Don't you understand? Don't you know? Two thousand years ago, that debt have been paid. Don't worry, you might be coughing. Just keep saying, I refuse. You might have pain in the head. Just keep saying, No, not me. Because I am born of the Spirit of God. I am born of the DNA of I have the software of heaven. I have life in myself. That same spirit that raised Christ up from the dead is the same spirit that dwells in you and shall give your mortal bodies life. You are so special. Hallelujah. That's my message. All things have become new for you. All things, not one. Everything has become new for you. Praise the Lord, somebody. Praise the Lord, somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you still here with me? Are you still here with me? The devil comes in this very funny way. You know, there is no one here, whether you are two years old, three years old, whether he's a young boy, everyone has in his consciousness, everyone knows the right from the left. When your small son, who is not even able to speak, when he wants to do something wrong, he looks at your face. He looks. If you don't talk, then you go ahead and do it. Because he knows this. Yeah, if I do this, I think it might be wrong. Everyone knows what is wrong and what is right. The reason why most Christians fall into sins and into all kinds of temptation and into all kinds of troubles and all is because we willingly go ahead. We know that is wrong. How many? We all know when something is wrong, we know it is wrong. Or we choose to go in it. And the end of such things, usually, is no good. Usually, is of no good. Sin will appear as if it's the best in that circumstance. But my brother and my sister, 
the lie of the devil. The devil has been a liar from the beginning of creation. The obvious things, that, that's why the Bible was speaking. It says, the things that you see, they are temporary. Those things that you do not see, they are the ones that, see, those things that are telling you to come, let's go and have, let's go and have a drink. Let, they are obvious, they will come around you. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't want to buy an alcohol, it will come, your friends will say, let's go party. It will come, it will become obvious. When you see those things, run. Because they are temporary. They will give you a temporary joy and they might destroy your destiny. But those things that are able to make you manifest, they are hidden right in your face. The Bible says, the tree of life was in the midst of the garden. It was in the face of Adam. Can you imagine? If he had eaten that one first, he will have lived. It was obvious, but it doesn't announce itself. Those things that announces themselves, be mindful, be careful. They end nowhere. They get you nowhere. They take you nowhere. The things of the spirit They are not visible. Hallelujah. They are not obvious. They don't just pop up on your face. You didn't just wake up this morning to come to church. I bet you there is no one on the strand that will just wake up in the morning and come to church. They would rather go to the strand because it's obvious. It's, it's enticing. It's pulling them. Hallelujah. But because you have seen something, that's why you are in the presence of God. And I tell you one thing. That's the beginning of greatness. Because if you live by the Spirit, you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. If you live by the Spirit, you will be higher in the Spirit realm. When you live in the Spirit, the physical realm, the carnal realm, will be minute. They will not have influence over your life. Hallelujah, somebody. So, the things of the Spirit, they are, you know, they are, they are right before you, but they will not, they will not announce themselves. They will not proclaim themselves. That's why God is God. Who he is, he is God. He's, he has not made us a robot. He has not made us to want to make sure that we must serve him. No. You must desire in your heart to seek him. And those who seek him. Are ever blessed. For to be spiritually minded. Is life itself. I pray. That our story will change this year. In the name of Jesus. Your story will change this year. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So the reality is this. Even though we are all, all things have become new. We are born of the spirit of God. So everything is new. According to the mind of God. 
there is a point, there is this, there is a portion, there is an assignment that each and each and every one of us has to do to achieve that. They are all there for us. Everything pertaining to life and godliness is being given us. It is left to you, it is left to me. To take it. Hallelujah, somebody. Praise the Lord. Are you still here with me? All things have become new. You are perfected. You are a glorious person. Fear and worry is not your trouble. It's not your worries. It's not for you to worry about. If God cannot lie, if his word is yes and amen. Leviticus chapter 26. And I will, will read from here. And then possibly we'll pray. Hallelujah. Let's open our Bibles to Leviticus chapter 26. The Bible tells me one thing. That God is the same yesterday. Today and forever. He has not changed. His covenant might, you know. Be a bit revised, upgraded, but it's still the same God. Our God wants us to be perfect. Our God hasn't changed one bit. Hallelujah. Leviticus chapter 26 from verse 1. I will just read here. You shall not make idols for yourself. Neither a carved image nor a sacred pillar shall you rear up for yourself, nor shall you set up an engraved stone in your land to bow, to, to bow down to it, for I am the Lord your God, verse 2. You shall keep my Sabbath and reference my sanctuary. I am the Lord, verse 3. Listen carefully. If you walk in my status, and keep my commandments and perform them. There is a condition. There is a condition. If you will find the Lord, if you will find joy, if you will find things that will make you happy, there are conditions that you need to do. Verse 4. Then I will give you rain in a season. It means when you are born again. There are things that you need to find for your reign to come in a season. What will make God to be happy with you? If not that you live like him, because you are created like him. In the past, when we were, you know, when we were in sin, we were slaves to the flesh. We do the things of the flesh because we are just slaves. We, we, we are unable. But now that we are born of the spirit, we should be slaves to the spirit. We should be controlled by the spirit. Because only then, Will there be rain in 
its seasons. It's not a waste of time to serve God, brethren. You might think, oh, there are people who are enjoying themselves in the ville, in the pub. You know, they are just enjoying themselves. You think that's joy. That's not joy. You might think you are wasting your time here because you are, you are looking at God. But one thing I tell you is this. The time God will begin to surprise you at your 20, when others are still struggling to get what they want, you will have scaled through. At your 25, when others are still looking for a partner, God will supply you, your partner, with ease. At your 35, when others are still struggling to make their very, very first million, your reign will come in its season. Because he has given you dominion here already. You are in charge. He planted the man. He put him in the... He planted a garden and he put him in there. It means it... His intention is to give us everything pertaining to life without struggle. No tears. The first time pain came was when man lost the battle with the devil. Horses began to come upon him. But if you can go back to Genesis chapter 2, if you can put your life back in Genesis chapter 2, Everything is bound to work for your good. It may be difficult a while, but it's the lie of the devil. Weeping may remain for a night. Joy must come in the morning. As long as there is day and there is night, there will be rain and there will be blessings. It may be Painful initially. Hold on. Keep standing before him. It's not a waste of time. It is not a waste of effort. He is God. He will perfect it. Everyone has to go through certain processes in life. The reason why things that may be happening to us is because assuming God just... The only way you know a Christian is when the blessing comes. You are yet to know your pastor or your apostle until his money has come. See, there are so many apostles and pastors that will run away from the presence of God when their blessings come. You know why? They don't want that money to go down. They just want to keep increasing. and They don't have time for God anymore. That's when you know who indeed is a Christian. So when you are going through issues like this, God is training you. When I give you $100, I know you will keep it. You will manage it. Don't worry. We are not running away. Some of you, when you get $2,000, that's the day, that's the period, that's this weekend that you will not appear in church because you have enough money to spend with friends, with party. Mm -hmm. So if God should give you $2 million, God should give you 20 million. What will happen? You will disappear from church. But these things are temporary things. Hallelujah. 
the attempt because God is taking us to somewhere bigger. He says the gold in that land was a good gold. It was all specifically created and made for Adam. There is something that God has created and made for you. You may not be there yet, but you are going to get there in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible tells us about Joseph. Joseph is a perfect example of the, I mean, of the stages of life. He knew what God told him. He saw in a vision that the moon and the stars and everyone was bowing down to him. God may have spoken something to you in his words. Hallelujah. And I'm sure he has spoken. He said, I will bless you. He said, my will concerning you is not of evil, but is of good that you may come to an expected end. If, if he has not spoken anything to you, if you get home, read that portion, memorize it, and know it is for you. Everyone has something that God has spoken concerning them. There is something about you that if you hold on to it, it will come to pass speedily. You might think you are wasting time. No, 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 no. You are not wasting time. Joseph saw his futures. Joseph saw his vision, the vision of his life. But he went through stages in life. Hallelujah. Bible recorded that he was sold. Can you imagine? These days, no, not many people will want to wait. Yeah, I have seen that I will become rich. And then I am now sold into slavery. Is God real? You begin to doubt God. You begin to, you begin to begin to, you know, think this is not. And that's the, that's the case with so many of us. He says, none shall be sick in the land. And when we are sick, we begin to say, ah, is God real? Now I am sick. And he says in his word, I shall not be sick. Hallelujah. I shall not lack. Now I don't have even negative 100 in my account. Is this real? It's real, brother. It's a matter of time. It's a matter of time. He's building you up. He's building you up. Joseph did not realize that everything that was orchestrated for his life was for a reason. If he had not been sold to Egypt, he will not go ahead of his brethren. He will not make I mean, prepare a way for his brethren when there was lack in their land. So you might be going through issues right now. Please don't be discouraged. This God is a good God. If he feeds the birds of the air who do not farm or store in, the, I mean, store food anywhere, yet he feeds them, yet he clothes them, yet he gives them houses. How much more you who are special before him? It may be challenging, and I understand. But it's only for a period. It's only for a while. You will be announced shortly. Your glory will come shortly. It shall be well with you soon. What is God speaking about you? What is he talking to you? What is his word concerning you? What are his promises concerning you? It is well. You are not under any condemnation in Jesus' name. You are not condemned in the name of Jesus. God loves you and he sees your heart. That's why you are here before him. He has forgiven you in the name of Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah, somebody. We are special beings. I just want to leave you with this. All things have become new for you from today in the mighty name of Jesus. No more pain. No more shame. No more dryness. No more stagnation. No more failure in the mighty name of Jesus. Because you are God yourself. He says, ye are gods. Don't you know? Since he created us in his image, in his likeness. He loves us so much that he made us able to speak just as he spoke. He says, in the beginning, the world was formless and there was so much trouble everywhere. And then the spirit of God was, you know, uh, hovering over the oceans, over the sea, over the darkness. And it says, let there be. It means you can say, let there be. It means when there are crises in your life, you can say, no, let there be. <laughs> Hallelujah. Do you remember the disciples? They were in the boat with Christ. But their Christ was sleepy. But they didn't even, you know, the boat didn't overturn until they woke up Christ. May you be able to wake up Christ that is in you in the mighty name of Jesus. May you be able to, in your anger, arise and, you know, with a roaring voice and speak the word of your blessing in the mighty name of Jesus. You are a powerful person. You are a fruitful person. Pain is not written over you. Failure is not written concerning you. You are charged with the charge of Christ. You are authorized to live as you choose to live. May you discover the secret of, of this kingdom. May you discover the love of Christ so much so when you know his love you'll be able to say no I know you love me now after all I am better than the, the, the cows that I'm you know, slaughtered made in your image I'm a God imagine I can't be sick here I can't be in lack here I can't be a failure here no this cannot be happening to me because I know who I am Hallelujah, somebody. All things have become new. Everything. Not, not one left behind. Everything about your life. Your marital life. Your finances. Your health. Your family. Your children. Anything that concerns you. Everything has been perfected. Everything is new. Brand new like in Genesis chapter 2. Is when you get home, read Genesis. You need to read it. You need to understand what Adam was given. It's the same thing that God has given us. 
is the same thing that he was trying to do when they fell. He killed the. I mean, he covered them with the with the with the with the lamb the lamb skin. He was trying to bring them back. However, the Bible says the heart of man was full of iniquities. May you seek the things of the spirit. May you desire so much of the things of the spirit that things of the flesh no longer matters to you. See, when you seek the things of the spirit, when you get to a point in life where it's all about God, your pain will disappear. In fact, you will look at the, when you are going through pain, they will look so small for you. You know why? See, the Bible tells us about Joshua. He said there is a different kind of spirit inside of him. That when they went and they beheld the giant, they beheld the Goliath. Hallelujah. They beheld, they beheld them. The rest were fearful. But there was something inside of him that rose and said, no, I know my God. This battle is of the Lord. My God is greater than man. My God is faithful. If he says it, he meant it. Hallelujah, somebody. So he said, if he says you are blessed, please know that you are blessed. Even though it's not happening yet, know that it is going to happen. It must happen. Because it must happen. The Bible is not a lying book. If you try it, he says, try it. And see for yourself. Test it and see whether it's true. If he tells you something, you catch it, hold on to it. Tell it to him. Lord, you said we should reason together. I've come to reason with you. You are the one that put this in your word. And I know that you are yes and amen. You cannot fail. You are not alive. That's why you are holy. That's why you are God. This concerning me has to change. Because your word says so. Put it before him. Discuss it with him. Argue it with him as a lawyer will argue his case. Put him to remembrance. May God remember you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, somebody. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Do me a favor this week. Search for something that concerns your situation. I like to pray like this sometimes. I have an issue in my life. I like to look at every verse in the Bible that talks about that issue. I like to look at those positive ones and then like to write them down. I like to memorize them. I like to sing them every day. I like to just meditate on it every minute. And as you do, the Bible says, as we behold in the mirror with open faces, we are being transformed from glory to glory. As you begin to behold that world of God, as you begin to behold the promises of God, as you begin to recite them, as you begin to memorize it, as you begin to sing it out. In fact, let me tell you, 
the evil world, they know that when you say things continuously, it will come to pass. If you have been listening to all those kind evil music, go and listen carefully. Go and read. There are some reviews, you know. Some of those ones who sing those songs, they know themselves. As, as they begin to sing it, and you are singing and you're repeating it, you become what it says. How, if people in the world can know all this secret, how much more we, who God has given the book of life. I pray that God is going to help us in the name of Jesus. You can become who you want to become. Because all things have been made new for you. You are not at a disadvantage. You are not a failure. You are not a weakling. He has made you perfect. That shall be your story. In the name of Jesus, let's rise up on our feet as we worship God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. This God is a good God. Praise the Lord, somebody. Can we look at Leviticus 26, verse 12? I want us to read verse 12 before we pray. Leviticus chapter 26, verse 12. This is God speaking. Now, we read earlier on that if you follow his status, if you obey him, if you do all those stuff he says we should do. I mean, if you live by the spirit, that's what I'm saying. Hallelujah. I'm not telling you to obey any law because those laws are written in your heart. Hallelujah. You know what is wrong. You know what is right. You know what is not supposed to be done. As long as you yield to the Holy Spirit, as long as you yield to God, that I will walk among you. And be your God. You shall be my people. When God walks amongst us. When God walks with you. Who can be against you? If he justifies you. Who the hell can condemn you? Barabbas was condemned to death. But he came. And he took his place. If he took the place of Barabbas, who did not even ask? You know, it was the people who were saying, no, no, release Barabbas, crucify Christ. Barabbas did not even say anything. And yet, he took his punishment. He took his pain. He took his worry. He took his death. How much more you, who are children of God? Say, I will walk with you. I will walk among you and be your God. If God be for us, who can be against us? If God be for you, your reign will come in a season.
your rain will come in its season. The plant of your field will yield their crops. At every time that you deserve and you are due for something, you are due for a blessing, it will come with ease without anyone, you know, struggling with you. That he may walk with us. That he may walk amongst us. That he may walk with you. Hallelujah. May the Lord walk with you today in the name of Jesus. May he be your God in the name of Jesus. May he bring the rain in his season concerning you in the name of Jesus. May you favor you in those jobs in the mighty name of Jesus. When your promotion is due, may it come without struggle in the mighty name of Jesus. The goodness of life, may they locate you without you struggling for them in the mighty name of Jesus. Divine health should be your portion. Testimony should be a, a, a daily occurrence in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed. And until next time, Shalom.